Hello and welcome to the Learn How to See Better podcast, the only podcast out there known to actually improve your vision the longer you listen. This is your host, Drew Davis, and I'm glad you've joined me here today. I can't wait to share some great information with you about how to improve your health, wealth, and relationships. So let's get right down to it, shall we? Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Drew Davis, and welcome back to the Learn How to See Better podcast. And in today's episode, I want to talk to you guys about a continuing theme that we've been having here over the last couple of episodes about learning how to see better. And I've kind of figured out that there's there's a few different steps that are involved with actually learning how to see better. And what I've been trying to do is, is break out what my experience has been learning these five different pieces. And, and I'll call them out as follows. If you heard them in, a, in uh, yesterday's episode, uh, this may sound familiar. If not, you may want to go back and check that out. But um, for starters, it's, it's, it's really about your vision and the big picture. And then next is your reflection. That's your external uh, take on some of the things that have happened in your life. Next is introspection, what we've been talking about today. And then we'll cover redirection and expansion in future episodes. But introspection. That's one where you actually take a look inside your own self to try and get some of those answers to the unknown, to get answers to the unanswered questions. This is where you get into some of the things like soul searching and meditation. And uh, it's funny, it actually takes me back to a period in my childhood uh, where when I was growing up, I was a wrestler and active in sports. And I wrestled all through high school. And uh, when my senior year came around, it was like, okay, you know, I was the only person in, I think, in the, in the whole school that had wrestled all four years. So naturally, I was one of the most seasoned guys and was um, the team captain of the wrestling team. Well, um, that's all well and good, but the only challenge with that was uh, leading up to wrestling season. It's, you know, it's senior year. You've got that mentality of I'm a senior and I'm taking it easy and I'm the big man on campus, you know, with all the rest of your senior buddies, right? You kind of rule your own uh, domain, so to speak. So, you know, all the fall season, I'm going to the football games and hanging out and having a fun time. But, you know, it wasn't like I was doing any preseason training or prep like I had maybe done in previous seasons when I was still kind of climbing up in the ranks. You know, now it's like I was stepping into the season already as the varsity guy. And what I found was, you know, I got into uh, wrestling season when it rolled around and I'm, you know, the only senior on the team, captain of the wrestling team, big man on campus, right? Um, Coming to do big things this season. And what do you know, left and right out out of the gates, I found myself getting my butt kicked left and right. Talk about uh, attitude adjustment and and step down to reality. I was getting, you know, put in my place. And it was funny because of just knowing what was happening. It's like, wait a minute, my whole ego here is, you know, is this, you know, star athlete on campus was, was really getting shattered because I'm trying to, you know, uphold this image as I walk around school. But inside I'm thinking, man, what in the world's going on? It's like, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even the same person. And what I realized was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm struggling up against the fact that I'm just having mediocre results. And there's always this moment of clarity, it seems like high school seniors have where they feel like, you know, this is the, the big send off, you know, the final year transition into college life. And you're leaving this prior world behind, like you're going from earth to the moon or something like that. Right. But it's all the perspective that you have based on uh, that time in your life. And 
what I found was for, for me personally, I was going into the holidays feeling pretty down about myself and the fact that I was not having the success that I sought out to have, you know, my senior wrestling season, um, the one where all eyes are on me, I was a fairly popular kid and it was one of those scenarios where I had my ego I needed to uphold, but it was like, man, I am stuck. What is going on? How can I get past this? And that's when I had no other choice but to um, you know, just kind of hunker down and start asking myself some of the deeper questions, saying, man, why am I keep facing this situation? Why is it that I'm, I'm struggling like this? I know I'm a skilled athlete. I know I'm a good wrestler. Um, you know, why am I just, you know, have a result that do not line up with my capabilities? And that's when it hit me. I, I said, well, you know, well, what have you been doing? Have you been doing all of the things that a champion does, right, that, that a star athlete would do? And that moment hit me during Christmas break when we were going through our Christmas break trainings and outside of, you know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and maybe the day after, and same for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and the day after, like all through Christmas break, we were training. We were, we were really training. And one of the things that I had the chance to see was that during that time, um, as, as, if, as you may know or, or have no clue, if, uh, if you paid any attention to, uh, you know, high school wrestling, you know, uh, generally the tournaments get started after the start of the new year. You know, by the time February, by the time Valentine's Day rolls around, you know, you're at the state tournament rocking and rolling. So you're pretty much halfway through the season come, come the Christmas holiday. And what I realized was that, man, you know, I'm out here doing things that no one else is doing. Everybody else is sitting around, you know, eating bad, playing their new Nintendo games that they got for Christmas with their feet up, not doing anything to excel. And I'm over here not just, you know, putting forth the effort and practice, and, but partially because I had been frustrated about my results, I kind of had a little bit of a chip over my shoulder. Um, at, you know, I didn't want to be this senior going out as the team captain with this losing record and just having all this struggle. So all of a sudden that kind of lit a fire under me. Plus I was seeing some of these younger guys that were looking up to me, you know, thinking, man, you're the senior, but you're like not even, you know, performing like this. You're not being, you're not performing like the leader of our team right now was almost like the silent message that I was getting. And so I had a little edge and I said, you know what, I've, I've really got to change this. And I started to ask myself the questions like, well, what do you really want to have come of this wrestling season? You know, your last high school wrestling season before I guess you, you, you know, you hang it up if you're not going to try and do things um, collegiately. How do you want to go out? Right. What's this going to end like for you? And I remember getting kind of fed up thinking, you know, I am not performing at the level of my capability. And I had to ask myself those deep questions. What am I willing to give up to go up? What am I willing to quit doing? Will I quit hanging around with, with some of the rest of the cool kids that don't have the same aspirations and ambition that I do because I didn't want to end things out on a sour note? And once it hit me that I was just literally going to have to make a whole change in my setup. I was going to have to get back, refocus. I was going to have to cut out a lot of the distractions and do exactly what I was doing in those winter break trainings. That is doing what everybody else is not doing. Um, you know, it's working in the off season, working in the off hours, working on your grind while everybody's got their else is out their feet up relaxing. Because I knew that when I was getting my butt kicked early in the season, those guys were doing something that I hadn't like get in shape and practice your moves. I couldn't just rely on 
being good and having skills to carry me. No, I had to match that with effort. I had to dust off the rust. I had to get to be a lean, mean wrestling machine. And if you watch, that's exactly you know, what I did because I got my mind right and I got refocused on the task at hand. And that was met with a lot of struggle. That was met with a lot of challenge um, because of the simple fact that, you know, guess what? You know, you, you're, you're starting from, from behind, right? I think I started whatever that new year was in my senior year with a losing record. So you're trying to dig your way out, climbing the rankings so that when you, you know, get to the point where you're working your way up to state, you can have a good seating and same for the regional tournaments. And as difficult as it was, I found myself pouring more effort into the conditioning and the grunt work of the practices more than I ever had, you know, realistically, probably in any of the prior years. And it was, it was all based on a decision that came from being fed up. You know, it was all, I don't know if it was desperation or inspiration, but I was fed the heck up that I was not pleased with the results that I was getting based on my own efforts. And for things to change, I had to change. And so I dug deep and I went in and really started to pour it on and try to pour out my best example of what leadership was, not just for myself, but for the team. And even though I was met with resistance every step of the way, you know, challenges with, you know, winter season, you catch a cold or, you know, you you twist an ankle or whatever the case may be. Um, I made sure to remain steadfast in my objective, which was to think like, operate like, and fully become and embody the essence of the wrestler that I was. And no longer was I going to mess around. And as difficult as it was, I, you know, did manage to get things back on track. Um, that senior year and had a level of success that, that, uh, you know, that I, that I found respectable, ended up, you know, winning the region and, and perform well at state. And I think at, at the end of the day, what I found was even though, you know, it wasn't like I rode off into the sunset with the, you know, championship of the, the, the nation's best wrestler or anything like that, but I was able to dig out from a low point, recollect myself, dig deep ask the questions and ask myself the difficult questions, the how bad do you want this questions, the what are you doing this for questions, the you know, why did you even begin if you weren't gonna see it through the end type of questions, you know, what is this gonna make of you if you, uh, if you don't push past type of questions. What can I make of myself if I do turn things around and how, how proud of myself will I be of myself if I can prove that by applying effort, concentration, and focus and turn around, you know, one season that I know that I'm capable of so much more. And so that was what really I think came from that experience of taking a losing season on the front half, asking myself some deep questions and really getting into what have I done to create this? And then you start to break apart how you're going to put it back together. Like the old saying goes, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So um, I, th I think it's, it's, it's great to see that there can be positive results 
that come from introspection, from looking deep within oneself and asking, um, asking those soul searching questions. You know, why do I keep seeing these certain patterns in my life? This is a deep, this is a deeper level than reflection. Reflection, you're just recording the events. You're just regurgitating what took place. Whereas introspection, you try and break those things down, dig a little bit deeper, get into the, the nuts and bolts. And you, you do want to get in the minutia in this sense and say, okay, why is it that I've, I found myself in this predicament, right? For some of you out, out, out there, and uh, you, you may be asking yourself different questions in, in, in any area of life, right? We've all asked ourselves the question, why did that relationship end up that way? Things were going so well, what happened, right? Um, you know, um, why did things go sideways with this job opportunity? How come, you know, my friend turned on me and, and did this and I never would have expected it, right? Um, you know, getting past the what happened to the point where you can really look deeper within and ask yourself the painful questions, you know, was I the best uh, supportive partner that I could have been? Did I do my job and, and everything that I set out said that I was going to do in this particular arena, asking yourself the honest questions that will force honesty upon yourself. It, it's like if you were to take a look into the mirror and lean in and then lean in a little bit more and then actually look in your eyes. It's like, well, what do you see? What color are your eyes? Blue, brown, hazel, some mix? No, they're black. <laughs> they're black. I'll, I'll repeat, look like, look into your eyes all the way down into those two little tiny black dots in the middle of your face. Look deeper, those windows that you're gazing into. And once you keep looking, that's, your, that's like your soul. Can you see inside? What do you see? Are you seeing joy or sorrow? Are you seeing emptiness or fear? Are you seeing anticipation? Or are you seeing regret, right? And based on what we see, that's part of what tells the story. And if you see something you don't like, when you look into the windows of your soul, there are questions that can be answered, or there'll be questions that can be asked that you will get the opportunity to wrestle with. Why is it that when I look deep in my eyes, I see, you know, sorrow? What's behind that? What's causing these feelings? What's taking place in my life on a regular basis that has me feeling this way? Why do I allow it to keep occurring, right? This is where you want to go Sherlock Holmes, super detective, uh, you know, prosecuting attorney interrogation on yourself because it's a way to, to chip at um, some of the thoughts and the beliefs that have possibly shackled or encumbered your freedom with regards to living your life the way you want to. And so when we talk about introspection, uh, it's understanding that it's a layer deeper and understanding that it's going to take a little bit more time and it's going to probably create a lot more discomfort because it's forcing you to ask questions and answer questions. And, and it's not the, the, the closed ended questions, the, you know, how come I did this? Because of this, right? The yes, no type of questions. No, it, it's the why's, the how comes, the what is the reason for, you know, explain uh, the purpose of this activity or this action or this decision to yourself, to yourself. And half of it's to, to go through the exercise of seeing what does yourself say in response to your own interrogation and in your own interview. It's not to make you feel bad. It's to raise awareness about certain instances in your life where if they're going great, I want this to seem as, as a positive thing. While it can be used to eliminate some of the negative, it's also very positive. Those same things can be used to determine 
wow, I think I'm on the right track with this whole being a successful husband and dad thing because I continue to take these actions and, and, and invest in these people and show that I love and care for them, right? When I ask myself those own questions, you know, how can I be a better father, a better partner, a better husband, a better friend, um, you know, all those things, right? It forces me to spell out and identify instances where I'm not maybe seeing the result that I would have hoped. And so I can look deep within myself in my quest to see better and say, what are the things that I can do differently, do better, do in a more urgent fashion to support that transformation into my best self? So introspection, one of those uh, little known um, components of learning how to see better often can be interchanged with meditation. I don't think they're exactly the same. Um, but they have a lot of similar capabilities. And if you're familiar with meditation, it can be another avenue um, by which people have chosen to um, try and learn how to see better. So with that, I hope there's some nuggets obtained from uh, my, my little trip down memory lane and how I was able to uh, dig myself out of the ditch as a uh, skilled wrestler having a mediocre season and went through the process of putting myself through the paces and asking the deep questions uh, about why I was getting the results I was and answering those with honesty at the age of 17 and realizing that like, yeah, I just haven't been serious and I need to turn it on and I needed to turn it up. And once I did that, I saw the results. So it all came from a decision. And that's how introspection can allow you uh, to see better. It can help you to learn how to see better so that in your own life, once you start to ask yourself those questions, you too will be able to see areas and opportunities for improvement. So with that, I'll go ahead and wrap this one up, but appreciate everyone taking the time out to listen and I hope you gain some valuable insight from this and uh, feel free to share uh, some of your struggles and challenges with this and what some of your perspective is. I'd love to hear some of the comments as you uh, absorb this material and look to continue to learn how to see better. So until next time, I'll catch you guys soon. Well, all right. That was some great content, wasn't it? Why, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm glad you liked it. (laughs) This is your host, Drew Davis, and I want to thank you for listening to the Learn How to See Better podcast today. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in for future episodes and be sure to share with a friend if you are enjoying this content. Thanks and see you next time.